Hello friends, so I'm recording this podcast straight from nature, I'm actually on a walk and I had inspiration for some days brewing inside of me to speak about this topic and now I stopped somewhere in the middle of nature to record this podcast to you and the topic is um, the, the way to approach these pivotal moments in which we receive a flash of insight these moments that completely transform us and our life like a a moment of deep meditation or samadhi that reveals us something profound or an insight during an ayahuasca ceremony or a transmission from a powerful spiritual teacher or a guru all these things can uh, create a um, great change and maybe you've already had a moment or multiple moments like this maybe you are seeking a moment like this um, but in any case i believe it's very important to look at these experiences in the right way and especially to not have um, delusional expectations of them because the the way they can sound these enlightening moments is that they will be our problem solver and that the work is done by finding an enlightening moment and i myself have also uh, pro- I've, I've projected many things on enlightenment the first time i heard about the word um, now while saying this i want to be very clear that i'm not claiming anything here at all I'm a seeker on the path, working through my own stuff, guiding others too. Um, but I am not claiming here any um, elevated enlightened position. But I do have ideas about the word enlightenment. And um, when I first heard about the word enlightenment myself, I projected many things onto it that I later found out uh, were not uh, correct. Uh, and um, and I believe that it can help to have better expectations of moments of enlightenment and insight. So basically, how to see a flash of insight? What to expect of a flash of insight? I would say that um, the degree to which it will transform you will be uh, depending upon two factors so the first one is how strong your flash of insight was because it will um, it will be either very very clear to you what is true what is not true what needs to happen what what delusion you had before and um, 
So it's either very, very clear. And so clear that it just will never fade away. Or it's a little bit less clear. Or it's still very clear in that moment. But it still fades away rather soon. And you start to doubt it a little bit again. Um, But depending upon the strength of the insight. And how much the the way it convinces you how much it lasts. This will strongly influence how deeply you will start to integrate that insight. Which immediately immediately leads us to the second factor that will um, that 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 determines the the impact of your insight and that is how much you have understood that to integrate it can still be quite a big job and how dedicated you are to that integration so when you have a very very strong insight that is completely convincing then usually the automatic result will be that you will be extremely motivated to integrate it with all your might with all your power you will stop uh, certain things and you will start new things and it will be a huge motivation to change the things in your life that you need to change right to quit an addiction to stop a relationship to uh, travel to move to stop a job to completely dedicate you to a spiritual practice um Whatever that is, right? Um, And when our insight is a little bit less strong or uh, when it fades away and when we have not understood that it's still going to be up to um, efforts to integrate it, a very strong insight might not do so much at all. So in the best case scenario, your insight was extremely strong and it motivated you and you understood I have to um, do this work to to integrate it and your life will completely transform from that moment onwards. And in the worst case scenario, you have a strong insight. You kind of neglect it. There's nothing around you that um, stimulates you to hold on to it in your environment. So it will never completely fade away, but it will stay in the background hidden now and you have not understood that it is up to you to do the work and in this worst case your life will not change so much and so this is very important to understand um, because it can really make the difference between Um, us moving towards truth towards liberation towards happiness or it will mean that we stay stuck that we stay unhappy and that we unenlighten ourselves because there is such a thing there is such a thing as partial enlightenment or complete 
enlightenment, perhaps. But at least there are things as partial enlightenment. Anything that was before uh, not seen, that was before hidden from our own seeing, so from the light of our own perception. Anything that was there and that now gets seen becomes enlightened. So there is this process of of wrapping our awareness around more aspects of ourselves to make the unconscious conscious basically um, and sometimes people say that you you cannot unenlighten what you've seen and this is only partially true you can unenlighten what you've seen there is a way to regress after spiritual progress and to move back into more ignorance so really what I'm basically saying here what I'm basically hopefully inviting you to or what will be if this leads to a certain insight what will be the natural invitation from you yourself to yourself is to not underestimate the efforts that you will need to make and to not overestimate how much you can lean on a profound experience the true invitation here is to not lean on anything and is to completely empower yourself to make the change. Because it will be truly one of the biggest problems we can run into as a human being to To wait for that miracle to change us. It will be a huge problem if we don't believe in miracles. And it will be also a huge problem if we are going to depend on miracles to do this change. If we become lazy and want a higher force to do the work for us. This is not how it works. Yet also, I am reciting here the words of Swami Atmananda Yudasin, my teacher in Rishikesh in India, um, of the Advaita Vedanta Ashram. And he said in a satsang, you are not the doer of your enlightenment. You are not the one who determines how far you will get in your spiritual progress but your sincere efforts do make enlightenment and continuous enlightening more likely to happen so there is this profound balance that we cannot really understand with the mind between doership and non-doership between effort 
and complete surrender between depending upon miracles and between taking profound ownership. So it's such a beautiful topic and it's such a beautiful, beautiful thing in our spiritual quest if this really lands for us because it will really, really help us to move forward and to do the work and to let go of any silly thought that we are doing the work. <laughs> Namaste, beautiful friends from this walk in Portugal. Stay tuned. I'm planning my course this month, Yogi Secrets. I'm still figuring out exactly what it's going to look like. It's in the uh, build-up phase. Um, I have beautiful things I want to put into it. Um, but it will also depend on certain logistics. But something is coming, so stay tuned for that. Um, a course in which we will dive deeper into some of the subtleties and some of the subtle practices that are so essential that no one talks about from yoga dealing with our sexual energy learning how to deal with the mind uh, in these subtle ways like we spoke of in this podcast learning what it means to actually manifest according to yogic principles learning how to actually breathe all these things so many um, incredibly powerful things to learn about yoga that you have to dig a little bit for to find and I want to present them to you in my course so stay tuned for that on my Instagram at underscore Thomas Matthias and in any case I wish you a beautiful day thank you for listening to this podcast Om Namah Shivaya Namaste <laughs>